So faith heals. Faith is an important element in our healing. There's something significant about the blind man's approach in this story, Bartimaeus. What do we know from him? We can see that he's persistent, he's determined, and he's probably even desperate. Jesus seems to like it when we're persistent, determined, and probably even desperate. Bartimaeus, he doesn't let the crowd put him off. He doesn't let the crowd silence him. When the crowd yell at him to be quiet, he shouts all the louder, Son of David, have mercy on me. So much is his persistence. Well, it was customary at the time for rabbis on their way to Jerusalem for the Passover, as Jesus was, to be accompanied by large crowds of people who walked along with the rabbi and who listened to the rabbi's teaching as they went along. So that's the context of this story. And so some people who were trying to get the teaching from the rabbi, Jesus, might have been offended by the interruption of a blind beggar shouting by the roadside. I wonder how we might feel if our Sunday worship was interrupted by someone's desperate call of need. Would we welcome it? Would we move to silence it like the crowd did that day? Or would we be like Jesus, open to the holy distractions that call out to us in life? Do we have time in our busy lives? I often feel bad when someone says to me, you're too busy to want to meet with me, or I know how busy you are. It makes me feel like I'm not giving the right impression to people. And I want to be more open to being distracted by people in need. I'd rather be available in the way that Jesus was available. Because we know that God is interested in our availability more than in our ability. Our ability doesn't matter, really. He'll make, he'll make that work. What he likes is our availability. There's something significant about how Jesus responds to the blind beggar calling out to him. When he hears Bartimaeus calling, he stops, and he tells someone nearby to go and tell him to come to him. So Jesus allows his teaching to be interrupted for the sake of this one man. He stops what he's doing to give him his full attention. He ceases his words, the words of God, to connect with this lowly blind beggar. He doesn't walk past like other teachers might do. This tells us something of Jesus' response, that he cares deeply for everyone and wants all to come to him. Everyone matters in God's kingdom. No one is ignored. No one is to be left out by the roadside. The question always is, who are the outcasts we might be missing today? Is it refugees? Is it people living with dementia? Is it our children and young people? Is it the people unable to work because of mental health issues? 
Is it those of a different sexuality than ourselves? It often surprises me where faith is to be found. It's often in the most unexpected people. And when we risk engaging with the unexpected, we open ourselves to growth. We of faith can learn from others who might at first appear to have no faith, but where faith is often found beneath a tough exterior. The healing of this blind beggar tells us clearly that faith matters. Jesus responds, tell him to come to me, is a test of faith. The man might well have been blind, but he could still exercise faith. He could get up and walk to Jesus. That in itself is an act of faith. And I wonder, as soon as the man did that, his healing began. And it continued to the next stage, when Jesus asks him to put into words what it is he wants him to do for him. There's something important in Jesus asking that question. What is it you want me to do for you? Because Jesus would have known by looking at him, clearly he was a blind man and presumed perhaps what he needed was his eyes to be opened. But he didn't want to decide that for the man. He didn't want to presume on his behalf. He wanted Bartimaeus to say it himself, to put it in his own words, because his own story mattered. Only Bartimaeus knew what he wanted Jesus to do for him. And he makes it very clear, the man, Bartimaeus, without hesitating, replies, I know what I want. I want to see. That's what his heart desired most. And notice when he does get his sight, he immediately uses it to follow the way of Christ. Sight is given in order to follow the way. The right response in being able to see is to discover and seek a closer walk with Christ. And that's what it is that the heart desires above all. It was Augustine that said it like this, our hearts are not at rest until they find their rest in God. I wonder if sometimes people are not sure what it is they desire most in life, let alone what to ask God for. But also I wonder if we sometimes presume that we know what another person needs, whereas it's better to enter a conversation which invites the other person to put it in their own words what they want, like Jesus did here. Because faith matters. Jesus seems to be giving the man opportunities to exercise his own faith for himself. Firstly, to call out to him, then to get up and walk towards him, and then finally to put into his own words what it is he wants Jesus to do. In the end, Jesus says, go for your faith has healed you. He doesn't say, go for I have healed you, or go for God has healed you. He says, go for your faith has healed you. And off he goes and immediately follows Jesus. And right away, Bartimaeus is living a transformed life for all to see. 
This is a good picture of discipleship. It begins with our need. It goes on to our gratitude. And then our loyalty to the cause. This story tells us that faith heals. I wonder if this means that a big part of healing begins in the mind and in the heart. I think that healing often begins with a change of attitude, a change of heart, a willingness to try something or to trust someone else. I think this is how God often works with us, that even the change of mind or the change of heart is how he connects with us. It can be how his spirit moves in us, stirs us, causes groans within us for something more. John, in his gospel, tells us that the Spirit is God's way of Jesus speaking to us. Here's what Jesus says in John 16. The Spirit will come and he will tell you whatever he receives from me. It's God's way of Jesus speaking to us. I know this healing story happened before Pentecost, but I think this is what was happening in Bartimaeus. The Spirit was stirring his heart and pointing him to Jesus. That's what the Spirit does. And we can see that because his cry, Son of David, have mercy upon me, is a cry in the right direction. And I wonder that this is the same Spirit who stirred Job's heart, who through all that Job suffered, was revealing himself to Job. So much so that Job says at the end of his trials, up until now I'd only heard about you, God, but now I have seen you with my own eyes. You are God, and with you nothing is impossible. You can do anything. So what is the Spirit saying to you today? What is he stirring in you? What might he be inviting you to call out for? What do you want him to do for you? Is he inviting you to come closer and see? Or through whom is he speaking to you? Is he in the voice of someone you wouldn't expect? Can we make time to stop and listen and be distracted? Let's pray together. Lord God, open our eyes to see you, our ears to hear you, we give to you our minds, our hearts, our words, our hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.